0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English-language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, October 18th. This is Aryeh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. Disappointment in Israel over Australia's decision to reverse its decision on recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital. The foreign ministry called the decision political and short-sighted. Prime Minister Yir Lapid, who is also the acting foreign minister, called Canberra's move a hasty response to an incorrect report in the media. We can only hope that the Australian government manages other matters more seriously and professionally. Meanwhile, Australia's ambassador to Israel has been summoned to the foreign ministry in Jerusalem for clarification. Australia's foreign minister, Penny Wong, announced that the center-left Labour Party government cabinet reversed the decision of the former prime minister to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. She said that Jerusalem's status must be resolved in peace negotiations between Israel and the Palestinian peoples. She blasted as cynical the move in 2018 by the previous Conservative Prime Minister Scott Morrison to formally rec- recognize Jerusalem as the capital in a ploy to try to win a parliamentary seat for David Sharma, a former Jewish ambassador to Israel who is the lar- in the largely Jewish Wentworth district of Sydney. Australia will always be a steadfast friend of Israel, Wong said. We are equally unwavering in our support of the Palestinian people. Senior Palestinian official Hussein al-Sheikh said he welcomed Australia's decision and its affirmation that the future of sovereignty over Jerusalem depends on the permanent solution based on international legitimacy. The manhunt for the Arab terrorist who carried out the fatal attack on the Shuafat crossing that killed Sergeant Noah Lazar is continuing. With Shin Bet agents aided by police, arresting eight people suspected of aiding the gunman, this brings to 15 the number of people detained in the hunt for Audi Tamimi. Weapons, parts, ammunition, and flak vests were also confiscated in the raid. During the arrest raid inside of the Shuafat refugee camp in the nearby town of Anatta, demonstrations broke out and rioters hurled stones and petrol bombs at Israeli security forces. The forces used riot control measures to disperse them. There were no injuries reported. Minister of Public Security Omar Barlev told Khan that the terrorist who killed Sergeant Lazar would be captured dead or alive, even if it takes a few more days or weeks. The spokesperson for the U.S. President, Joe Biden, says that the meeting next week between the American president and President Isaac Herzog would focus not only on ways to deepen Israel's integration in the Middle East, but also on advancing freedom, prosperity, and security for the Palestinians and Israelis. This is according to the White House press secretary. The Egyptian daily Ashak al-Assad reported today that Egypt has persuaded Israel to start gas production off the coast of the Gaza Strip in cooperation with the Palestinian Authority. The report said that progress was made in the Egyptian-mediated talks due to the global energy crisis. The gas field was discovered over two decades ago but was never exploited due to disagreements. The report said that Egypt notified the Palestinian Authority that Israel has now agreed that a private firm would produce the gas under Israeli and Egyptian supervision. The two countries would export the gas and a portion of the profits would go to the Palestinians. The High Court of Justice has rejected a call to hear petitions against the Lebanon Maritime Border deal between, before an expanded bench, thus paving the way for a hearing on Thursday by a tribunal. The three private groups and MK Itamar Ben-Gvir have petitioned the court against the decision by caretaker Prime Minister Yair Lapid not to bring the deal to a Knesset vote. Two weeks to the national elections and they have moved into a higher gear. The election propaganda commercials began on radio and television stations this morning. In a campaign event last night in Kfar Chabad, aides to Likud leader Benjamin Netanyahu refused to allow him on the stage together with far-right Utsma Yehudit leader Itamar Ben-Gvir to avoid them being photographed together. The aides were filmed pulling on Ben-Gvir's arm to get him to leave the stage, which he eventually did. Ben-Gvir later said he respects Netanyahu, but not his aides. Violent crime in the Arab sector, a 13-year-old boy in the town of Jisel Zarka near Caesarea who was outside a pizza parlor on Friday, died of his wounds today. Police believe that the shooting was a revenge hit for the shooting death of a 17-year-old youth in the village earlier last week. In Jededa Marca in the Galilee, two men were shot mortally wounded in the, in the shooting. The police said they were looking for the shooters. In Tel Aviv, a woman in her 80s drowned while swimming at the Jerusalem beach. Medics from David Dome attempted to resuscitate her, but she was declared dead. Taking a look at the weather, and it will be slightly cooler today, but temperatures will rise a little tomorrow. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem and Haifa 24, Tel Aviv 26, Tzfat 22, Beersheba 28, and Inlat going up to 31 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Rekka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.